So it is Pride Month, and this Sunday in particular, we are celebrating pride together. We have settled into the theme this year of God who celebrates all. And the word celebrate is intentional. Last year, we talked about um, how inclusion of the LGBTQ community, which in some settings may appear radical, is actually the starting point. It's actually the bare minimum. And so moving beyond inclusion looks like a lot of things, celebrating and protecting and listening to and learning from. And celebration of identity is really important to us. Celebration can be a tool of survival. If you are in a place of needing to fight for pieces or all of you to be seen and valued for whatever reason, knowing that those around you celebrate who you are can be deeply redemptive. And knowing that God celebrates who you are can be extremely healing, especially if you've ever been told or have ever felt otherwise. And so it's important for us to celebrate this year with joy and celebration at the forefront as we mark pride together. When it comes to seeking out joy, I came across a term recently that I was surprised I didn't know about before. Maybe you've heard of this before, but... People talk a lot about triggers when it comes to navigating the world, things that may trigger past experiences of trauma or feelings of being unsafe, things that increase anxiety. For many queer people who grew up in religious settings, embracing your own queerness often meant needing to leave to find acceptance elsewhere. Now, this is not a universal narrative, but it's certainly a common one. And so religious-y things, even the idea of church, can be a trigger. But the opposite of a trigger, I learned, is a glimmer. And I love this. Things or experiences that increase feelings of joy and happiness. Glimmers signal to your brain that you can be at peace. You can find rest and find joy. And thinking about glimmers, this could be an invitation for a spiritual practice for the week ahead for you as we lean into joy and celebration. I would love to encourage you to keep looking for and keep track of glimmers in your day-to-day. -day. And maybe it's helpful to think of some examples. I'd love to see um, what others find as glimmers in their life if you want to share in our chat on Discord. What are glimmers that come to mind for you? For me lately, it's been walks by the water, those have been really soothing, a really good cup of coffee, acts of kindness from strangers, getting forehead kisses from my toddler. He's in that like sour patch stage right now where he's really sour, but he's also really sweet. So those are the glimmers for me. But I would love to know what are your glimmers, the moments of joy that keep you going? It's my hope that as we seek to be a community that, like Jen says, that contributes to justice and healing in the world, we say this almost every week, that we can be a church where you experience glimmers of hope and joy, that worship and prayer and collective gathering would feel full of glimmers rather than triggers. Now, I don't think it will come as a surprise to anyone, if you've heard me talk before, if we've had conversations before, that encountering good poetry is often a glimmer for me, something that increases joy. And this has been true for a really long time. There is a spoken word poet whose work I've followed for a while, and their name is Andrea Gibson. Andrea writes and speaks a lot about their journey with mental and physical illness, 
gender identity and queerness, spirituality and social reform. And I was excited when they were recently on a podcast called We Can Do Hard Things that's hosted by Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach. And this was an incredibly raw conversation, this episode. There's a gravity and heaviness to their words as Andrea has recently had a recurrence of cancer that they're going through treatment for. But there's also this undeniable tone of celebrating life, what they describe as finding a loving relationship with my mortality. And because of this intertwining of struggle and celebration, I thought it would be good for us to anchor our ideas around celebration today in their conversation. And so we'll use a couple of quotes from Andrea to guide our time, because again, good quotes for me, instant glimmers. So we'll put these up on the screen so that you can read along. But here is the first one. Andrea says, where I come from, beauty is in the eye of anyone who sees what's missing, but can't stop pointing to what's still there. If there's no definition for love yet, I think that's a good one. Now, pride has always been both protest and celebration, celebrating the beauty and love of what is and not ignoring what should be. Andrea talks about being formed by activist communities and how they internalized this idea that you had to be angry all the time. This idea that if you weren't devastated, if you weren't despairing, if you weren't enraged constantly, then there was something about you that was heartless. To prove that you care, that you're invested by your anger and your despair. But this is not an either or. There is certainly room for anger and outrage, recognition that things need to change. But this is not the only option. Andrea goes on to talk about how much changed for them when they realized that the primary thing they could offer the world was actually their joy. And this helped me think more this week about how joy and hopefulness are not a betrayal to grief or to knowing that there is a need for change. Joy and hopefulness are steady ground to rest on, sustaining you as you carry grief and fight for change. And celebration allows us to open up joy. God joins us in that joy, just as God is present in our lament and grieving. Now we'll put up the second quote for our time today. In the podcast, Andrea also says, you can cover the whole world in leather so that it doesn't hurt when you walk, or you can make leather shoes. The celebration of pride is about communal identity and healing, but it is also about internal, personal empowerment. Andrea explains that yes, outward activism and make, working to make the world a more accessible, more loving, more equitable place to live is important and necessary work. And it is equally important to empower and encourage one another toward inner resilience so that we are not left completely undone when the world is cruel and unjust. Your leather shoes, your inner strength go with you. And so fully celebrating one another, fully embracing and being in awe of one another means that we need to remind those around us of their beauty and strength. 
Jesus Loves Me, This I Know is probably one of the first Sunday school songs that I was ever taught, and yet the conditional unless got added in by the church over time. Know that you are loved and celebrated by God without any unlesses. It is a communal journey to proclaim that collectively, but it's also an inner journey to accept it as well. The final image that I want to leave us with before inviting up Vince for some embodied practices around celebration this morning is to, as you think of celebration, picture a butterfly coming out of a cocoon. Andrea talks about how it can actually be quite a difficult process for a butterfly to emerge from the cocoon. There's a lot of struggle involved. And so people can see this happening and be tempted to intervene, help the butterfly out here, to help open things up so that the butterfly has an easier time. But in the long run, this actually does more damage. Andrea says, the struggle was crucial to its thriving. Now, this doesn't mean that when we witness people struggling, when the world makes it difficult for them to emerge and be their full selves, that we just sit and do nothing. We don't add to the suffering, and we certainly don't look at the struggle and say, this is a test from God. But we've talked a lot lately about how God is a source of love and liberation that we can partner with. And this idea of partnership extends to community as well. As we celebrate, as we partner, as we cheerlead, we get to teach others their inner resilience and strength. Celebration doesn't ignore the struggle, but it honors the journey of emerging. Would we continually partner with a God of love as we become more and more ourselves? I'm gonna pass things over to Vince for some instructions around practices this morning. Thank you, Haley, good to see you all. Great to get to uh, sing with you all this morning. And um, yeah, we're, what we would like to do, as, we, as we'll often do during the summer, as folks are in and out uh, of Chicago, is we'll, we'll do something alternative for our times together when we're together. And um, this is one of those Sundays where we have uh, adults and uh, kids together. And so what we thought we could do as a way to celebrate pride, as a way to lean into the, uh, the, the parts of the Christian tradition that are, are, are ready to say fully that every person is made in the image of God and, uh, and us sort of hitching our wagon to those, uh, those, those places in the Christian tradition. What we want to do is give everybody also a little bit of a picture. You may not know if you don't have kids or even if you do have kids, if you've never been in our kids' church, what it is that our kids are doing every Sunday. And, uh, and so uh, what we wanted to do is we're, what, we're, what we're going to, we're going to have a few different options here. We're going to have an extended time of music and a prayer. We'll invite Kezia back up and we'll kind of lead us in a space to get prayerful and to get quiet and maybe to let some, let some messages wash over us in the vein of that you are made in the image of God, especially those of us who feel more attached to and connected to uh, the LGBTQ community or an LGBTQ identity. Um, so Kezi will be doing that. But also what we're going to be doing is we're going to have a little mini uh, chance to participate in what the kids do year round. So I have, um, I got I to gotta put a uh, picture up on the screen. Actually, do you know what? I am going to ask um, Theo and, and Brad, can you guys put my picture up on the screen here for you? So this is a picture of our kids church space. 
Um, this is over in Theater 3, and we can see that they have these poster boards. And uh, as the year goes on, uh, the kids decorate uh, drawings uh, according to the themes that our, our church, uh, kids' church is, is going through. And then they decorate the poster boards, and then those poster boards become the decoration for our space. So we're kind of seeing them year-round. It's kind of reminders of, uh, of what are the themes and the things that matter in our community. What are the things that we're passing off to the next generation? And so you can see there's some things up here like um, we give to, uh, we give, uh, we share everything and give to anyone in need and eat together with glad hearts, which is from Acts chapter two. And then we have God loves me, my neighbor and my enemy, which is a teaching from Jesus or sort of a, a culmination of many teachings of Jesus. We have what's over here. Um, we forgive ourselves and others as we have been forgiven. You may recognize that from uh, the Our Father or the Lord's Prayer. Uh, the people we love stay with us in our memories. This is what uh, the kids were doing uh, when uh, last year when we were doing our remembrance time. Uh, and so, so these are some examples of some of the things that uh, the themes and the messages that are forming our kids here at uh, Brownline Church. And uh, what we would like to do is have a chance for all of you, even if you're not a kid, to participate in decorating the kids' church space. Because we have another uh, poster board. It's right behind me here. Hang on. Go. This will be our poster board for today. We can take down that picture and I'll show you here. Oh yeah, that's in the way. There we go. That's good. So this is our poster board for today. And it says, God welcomes all, God celebrates all. This is another theme that is going to decorate the space of our kids. And what we would like, we're going to put this in the center of the theater. And as we are singing and praying together here over the next uh, 10, 15 minutes, another option for you in this space is to make your way to the center of the table. We're going to create a very fluid worship space. So you're going to be able to, you know, come get out of your space where you're sitting or where you're standing. And we want you to make your way over. There are are a bunch of markers on the table, and then there are a bunch of uh, little slips of paper. And we encourage you to take a sheet of paper and 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 uh, draw in the way that we encourage the kids to uh, to uh, fill out that message. God celebrates all. And if that evokes an image in your mind, or if that uh, if you want to uh, if, if if there's some symbolic way you want to represent, or if there's somebody in mind that you want to you know like write a message to or something, uh, and we you can you can put that. Um, uh, in, in a drawing, and then uh, we'll collect them all. So just kind of leave them in the basket with all of the markers, and then that will become a new uh, part of the decoration of our kids' space. It's something that we've all decorated together, not just the kids. So again, even if you don't have kids, whoever you are, if you would like to draw, please, we would love for you to draw. This is the whole point, is to expose this thing that we do with all of the kids to everyone. Uh, and if you are some of our kids in church, y'all know what to do, because you've done this before, so we <laughs> encourage you to go first. You get to lead the way. That's right, that's right. Um, okay, one last option during this extended time of prayer and worship. Again, we want this to be a very fluid space. Kezi will be leading us in music. You can feel free to sing along. You can feel free to just, you know, if you would prefer to just sit and let the, let the words and the lyrics wash over you as a prayer. That is awesome. If you'd like to participate in decorating our poster board, please do that. One last thing. If you are somebody who identifies as LGBTQ or you are close in relationship to somebody who identifies as LGBTQ, 
uh, Haley and I will be in the back of uh, this side of the theater, right back there. And what we are, are, are offering is a prayer of celebration of identity. A prayer over you, and in in, in in a lot of what we'll tap into here, some of the some of the most beautiful experiences of prayer uh, people will have in sort of a one-on-one -on -one prayer ministry setting. That's been a really important part of for our church for many many years. And so what might what that might look like is me putting a uh, a hand on your on a shoulder and looking somebody in the eye and, and praying God's blessing as though I am, I am sort of a conduit for what God is saying to you. I am speaking that over you. And so if that is something that would feel meaningful to you, where you do not have to feel put on the spot, you don't have to walk in front of anybody, just make your way over to the back where we are and there we will draw no attention to it, but we will sit with you and pray over you. This can be something that you would like prayed over yourself. This can be something that you want to take with you to pray over somebody else and we will bless the identity on behalf of, uh, uh, of us together. So uh, that will also be available at any point, okay? Um, and if you yeah, are, please. if you're joining online and would like prayer in this way, feel free to reach out to us, whether on Discord or through text or yes. email, and we would love to connect with you sometime this week. Absolutely. And be able to pray for you. Absolutely. We get together in person. There's going to be something really powerful doing that, and so we would love to do that. So good, a good reminder. Uh, yeah, so that is available during the next uh, uh, 10, 15 minutes. Uh, let me invite Kezia up, and um, she can get going. I'm going to pray to kind of begin us in this space. And then again, a very fluid space. So feel free to stay where you are, or feel free to move about, and we would love for you to decorate our poster board at any point while we're singing together. Uh, if you all would stand with us as we begin praying, and then again, as always, feel free to find whatever posture works for you. All right, God who celebrates all. God who, who is the God that has truly made, created each one of us in your image, putting a unique piece of us, putting a unique piece of you in each of us. For many of us, that is easy to call out or easy to attach ourselves to, but for others of us, it is not so easy. And so we pray now that you would move past whoever in this room feels obstacles to that sort of celebration of our own identity, celebration of ourselves. If there is shame in the way of that for any of us, whether it has to do with all that we uh, hold at the forefront on Pride Weekend or not, maybe it's shame that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, but it's shame. We pray that you would move through that, bypass that shame in a way that honors who we are, that leaves us not broken down and suffering for our worst mistakes for the rest of our lives. If there is a self-image piece in us that is complicating this, we just, we just can't quite see ourselves as totally lovable or totally okay in the same way, gently bypass those things. Short circuit whatever lie is on repeat in our brains and, and give us this message that is so grounded in Jesus that you are loved. It is the most true thing about you. For those of us who feel, who feel close to 
to people for whom we know that these are struggles, or we know that they might be you know, raising their hands as I'm praying those things. Maybe we don't feel these things actively for us, but we feel them on behalf of others. What does it mean for us to pass your love to them? What does it mean for us to be that conduit that can pray or demonstrate or speak your celebration of all over them? What does that look like to be like a, a force for fighting shame and, 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 and poor self-image in the world? We set ourselves up to say, we want to fight that. We want to be, we want to be in, in, the, in the battle against those demons. And so help us to do that. Help us to, to find a way to um, find the words to say or maybe just the presence to offer if it's not words to say. And as we are singing and praying and, um, and being in this space, uh, would you help us to feel um, in deep celebration? Um, would you give us little glimmers as, we, as we've, as we've uh, thought about and, and considered here that help us feel attached to this larger thing that's on, on the forefront in Chicago and in America this week with, uh, with Pride Weekend? Help us to feel attached to that. In Jesus' name, amen.